Now is the time to accelerate innovation. T-Mobile for Business is powering Formula One Las Vegas Grand Prix operations and epic fan experiences with secure, reliable 5G connectivity. Because an event this big and this fast deserves a network that can set the pace. See what our 5G advanced network solutions can do for your business at T-Mobile.com slash now. View 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to HelpMyGamblingProblem.org for free confidential services. Introducing the first ever Grand Highlander, a mid-sized SUV with the ideal combination of space, performance, style, and advanced tech. The roomy Grand Highlander boasts three spacious rows with available seating for up to eight. It's available 362 horsepower. Hybrid Max powertrain on limited and platinum trims delivers the power, acceleration, and efficiency so your family can take on any adventure. There's even a standard digital key, a panoramic view mirror, and a 12.3-inch multimedia touchscreen so you always arrive on time. Live life grander in the first ever Toyota Grand Highlander. Learn more at toyota.com slash Grand Highlander. Hey, everybody. It's Wednesday, December 13th, 2023. Welcome to the NFL Fantasy Football Show. It's me, your man, MG Marcus Grant, joined by Michael F. Florio. Coming up, we are previewing Thursday Night Football, the Saturday triple header, and the first half of the Sunday games from Week 15. Here it is. We played all this time to get to this part of the year. It's playoff time, which, look, I always feel sort of bad because this is when people really, really want advice from us, and this is when we're like, we're grinding, man. We're like, (laughs) we've been through 14-plus weeks of this, man, and we're just trying to just just drag to the end of the season. The good thing is, hopefully, you don't have a, ton of tough lineup decisions to make now buys are behind us it's really just injury replacements and if you have a good team with some good depth you're you're all right but yeah this is the fun time of year this is where every single play i'm like looking to see if it impacted my fantasy scores if my opponent has the player or not so it's a sweat but it's a fun one absolutely a fun sweat and uh, we got plenty to sweat through this week let's start as we always do around this time with some fantasy headlines and the big one That broke earlier in the week. Justin Herbert will miss the rest of the season following surgery on his broken finger. So that means Easton Stick, who some people on Twitter have said is not a real person. I can I can vouch that he is. He's an actual live (laughs) human being. I I believe it. Um, But he's going to be the quarterback the rest of the way, starting with Thursday night against the Las Vegas Raiders. Keenan Allen's been great all year long. We've been able to lean on him. Can we trust any pass catchers, though, not named Keenan Allen? No, uh, I think we need to break the finger off of that Justin just, Herbert just make, pop. We should break to, one on both hands, right? <laughs> to, just to make it really li- realistic. Yeah, exactly. Uh, to me, it's Keenan Allen and it's Austin Eckler, and that's about it. Uh, the other day, Easton Stick threw 23 passes uh, in, in relief, or 24 passes, I mean it was, in relief of Justin Herbert. Nine of them went to Keenan Allen. Five of them went to Austin Eckler. That's over half the pass attempts right there. I And look. As crazy as this is, Marcus, 
Am I crazy to think that this could potentially be a good thing for Austin Eckler? Because I am expecting like 10 dump offs a game going his way. I do think that's very much in the realm of possibilities. I, I'm trying to make a case deep down in my brain for maybe Josh Palmer now that he's back. And we have no idea what Easton Stick is going to be like. You mentioned he threw 24 passes on Sunday against the Broncos. Beyond that, he has one other career pass attempt. He's been with this team for five years. Uh, it never gets on the field because Justin Herbert plays every single game. So we don't know anything about Easton Stick. Maybe he's going to take some shots down the field, right? Maybe he'll come out with that Will Levis, you know, screw it. I'm going to throw downfield. In which hey. case, Josh Palmer does have some upside. But that is very much just kind of a, a hope and pray sort of, you know, high risk, high reward play. If you're talking about Josh Palmer right now. Other news in Minnesota, Justin Jefferson says he will play this week against the Cincinnati Bengals. All week long, they're saying he has a good chance to play. Then earlier on Wednesday morning, uh, he says that he is going to play after he suffered a chest injury last week. First, there was no call on the quarterback, but now we know that Nick Mullins is going to be the starter for Minnesota. So Justin Jefferson is in play. I would imagine TJ Hawkinson is still in play. But now that we've got Nick Mullins at quarterback, is it time to maybe fade Jordan Addison or can he eat too? I think it is time to fade him. And Nick Mullins is a real person. We know that he just doesn't. <laughs> he looks like an AI generated person to me. That's all I'm saying. But Jordan Addison, single digits in three straight games. He has not topped 11 fantasy points since week eight. Last week, Nick Mullins threw 13 pass attempts. And that was with no Justin Jefferson out there. One of them went Jordan Addison's way. He's a downfield, like field stretcher. And I don't think they have the quarterbacks to get the most out of his talent right now. And with this being a must win, if you lose your season's over type of game, I think the floor and ceiling is just too low. Your floor matters so much more in the playoffs than it does in the regular season. Absolutely. It does. You want to know you're going to get at least a baseline, a quality baseline from certain players, and right now for Jordan Addison, it seems like the floor is getting a lot lower, especially with Nick Mullins at the quarterback position. Okay, we got a full slate of games this week, starting with Thursday night football and AFC West showdown uh, between the Los Angeles Chargers and the Las Vegas Raiders. You can see that at 8.15 p.m. Eastern on Prime Video. Uh, the Raiders kind of are who we thought they would be this year. The Chargers definitely a big disappointment this season. Seems as though Brandon Staley is just sort of coaching out the string. We'll wait to see what actually becomes of his future probably in the next weeks or so. Um, but let's talk about the Chargers offense because Austin Eckler has been better. He hasn't been what you drafted him to be. I mean, he was a top three pick in a lot of leagues. But let's set it at 85 scrimmage yards, more or less for Austin Eckler this week. More. Um, and, and while you talk about the coaches, it's pretty crazy that the interim here is probably the one with the better chances of still being a head coach <laughs> next year. Um, yeah, I, I said it a little while ago. I think we're going to get a ton of dump offs going Austin Eckler's way. The Raiders have been stingier against the run under Antonio Pierce than they were uh, previously this season, but you can still put up numbers against them. And to me, what I loved seeing last week was Eckler as a pass catcher. Like he had that one, you just saw it, the one long catch and run where he got up and celebrated like he had just scored a touchdown. It was like a 15 yard grab, but you could see he's like, all right, you're giving me the ball in space. Like this is what I need. So I, I think that that entire, that's going to be their game plan this week. I do think that's going to be a big part of their game plan. The other part of it is we've been saying all year you can start running backs against the Raiders. Now, they have been a little bit better in recent weeks, 
but I still do think you can start your fantasy running backs against this Las Vegas defense. So even if Eckler's not getting all of the carries, he's usually somewhere around 50 to 55% of the carries. That's going to be enough, especially when you throw in the targets that he's getting. And as we talked about, uh, maybe Easton Sticks not pushing the ball downfield. Maybe he is just dumping it off. So that's going to help Eckler quite a bit. On the other side for the Raiders, it is Aiden O'Connell, at least we believe it's going to be Aiden O'Connell. That's the quarterback for Las Vegas. Which Raiders pass catchers can you trust this week with AOC? One, Devontae Adams, and that is it. Uh, Devontae Adams, even though they did not score a real-life point last week, still gave you 12 fantasy points for a fourth consecutive game. He still had 10 targets, which is very impressive considering they did not score a single point. Um, the Chargers are in the top five in yards, touchdowns, and fantasy points per game. And my whole thing, and I even wrote about this in Stardom Sidham this week, like, I can, if I start Devontae Adams in a great matchup and he disappoints, I can live with that. If I sit Devontae Adams and he goes off and it ends up costing me my season, I'm going to hate myself the entire <laughs> summer. So, yeah, I, I think you have to play Devontae Adams. The rest, though, get it like Jacoby Myers, maybe, but they're getting Hunter Renfro more involved. I don't know. I, it, to me, it's Adams or bust. I will admit, uh, Hunter Renfro does make an appearance in the sleepers column Ooh. this week. He's a deep sleeper. Don't get it twisted. The floor is low. The ceiling... Well, it's also low, but I think there's a chance this week against that Chargers secondary for Hunter Renfro to get some more opportunities. But in terms of just who I'm trusting, if I need a playoff win, Devontae Adams kind of the only guy I really believe in with Aiden O'Connell at quarterback. Uh, I mean, still got a ton of targets last week, even though the Raiders scored the same number of points as everyone currently sitting in this room. Doesn't matter. Going to step away for a quick break. Stick around for more of the NFL Fantasy Football Show. Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. We got a great episode coming up. Picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all. But here's a preview of this week's episode. Nothing to do with anyone personally, but Creighton is the team every year that the nerds, you know, the basketball nerds, are like, you know, who's ready to catch Creighton? You know, watch Creighton. They play. And I'm like, I don't want to watch Creighton because I agree with Shannon, the dude today. Creighton's never going to win anything. Stop talking to me about Creighton. They're not never the, not gonna, the not the Big East tournament. Well, I mean, they could maybe they win the Big East tournament, but it'll only be luck. But like, they're always like, you know, a sleeper team. That, like that guy who I told you had eight title teams. One of his title teams was Creighton. Is not winning the national championship. It's yeah, I don't not, have him doing that. That like that's why do we all have to act like Creighton is a, is a is a good team? Creighton's like the band they all say you should know if you really knew bands. <laughs> And then they're never at any of the – Yeah, exactly. And it comes time for the Grammys, and they lose out to, like, you know, Lil Durk. And you're like, see, I knew Lil Durk was better. Why are you, t- why are you telling me? You've the whole time. <laughs> and this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. Hey, guys, it's Steve Cavino from Cavino and Rich here to tell you the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new Toyota truck like a rugged half-ton Tundra. Workhorse by nature, powerhouse by design, the Tundra combines raw capability with premium comfort and advanced tech to fuel your wildest adventures. And with the available iForce Max Hybrid powertrain, you can take electrifying horsepower farther than ever before. Or check out the fully redesigned Tacoma delivering trail-dominating power and captivating style. The new Tacoma was born to make your off-roading dreams come true. And with the new available tech, this legendary truck is getting even better. When you buy a Toyota truck, you buy Toyota Dependability. 
meaning your truck will hold its value long into the future. So visit your local Toyota dealer. Check out the amazing national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. On to Saturday. we got a Saturday showdown, which, of course, you can see on NFL Network, a trio of games. Uh, and it starts with the Vikings and the Bengals. Jake Browning. He has been on fire for the last couple of weeks, just when we thought maybe we were packing away our Bengals because there was no Joe Burrow. How many quarterbacks and which quarterbacks would they would you stream over Jake Browning this week? Uh, it's it, look of all the streaming options outside of Matthew Stafford, who I think is elevated past streaming option now. Um, I, I think he's the top option. Like I'm playing him over Baker, over Gardner Minshew, over Flacco, uh, Tommy DeVito, hey. Uh, to me, it really comes down to like, and these is this is when it gets hard. Like, Kyler Murray has a really tough matchup. Trevor Lawrence has a tough matchup. Tua has a really tough matchup. Sam Howell's been up and down. That's where I think it comes like, I don't know if I could trust Browning, even if in those guys being in a tough matchup. Would you start him over Russ going against the Detroit Lions? No, the Lions have allowed a lot of production through the air, and I think that could be a game where the Broncos are trailing. Okay, Uh, I do like Browning as a start this week. Uh, You know, Stafford is sort of the number one of all the guys who aren't just your weekly plug and play starters. I think Matthew Stafford is number one, but I think Jake Browning is right behind him. Uh, And what I love about Browning is that he's getting so many different people involved, right? We had the Jamar Chase week. Last week, we saw a lot of T. Higgins. He is throwing some short throws, getting some dump offs to Chase Brown, getting Joe Mixon involved. But the fact is he's spreading the ball around. And that is kind of what we'd like to see. So uh, I do like Browning a lot this week as a streamer. I've been thinking about it as since I just said it. I would play him over Trevor Lawrence. I don't think I would do so over Kyler or Tua. Okay. All right. Wow. Not over... uh... Over Trevor Lawrence, huh? That's I, I, I hurt ankle, the tough match the against the Ravens. No, I get it. No, I totally understand that uh, completely. Um, Steelers at the Colts. Yay, it's, it's <laughs> Mitchell Trubisky for another week at quarterback going against Gardner Minshew. Uh, do you start any Steelers pass catchers? And on the other side, do you give Zach Moss another shot at running back? Uh Steelers pass catchers, I want the answer to be no. Um, I understand if you need to use Deontay Johnson uh, because he still has caught a touchdown in the last two games with Mitch Trubisky. He is the top target there. George Pickens, Pat Fryermuth, I think you completely just wash your hands from. Uh, for Zach Moss, I am giving him another shot this week. I, I know he has been disappointing and, and hasn't lived up to expectations the last two weeks, but 83% of the snaps last week, over 90% the week before, he's getting... 20 plus touches and opportunities that are heavily involved in the passing game. The Steelers really struggle against the run and just allowed a bunch of points to James Conner. I, I think I got to give him one more shot. This is it for me, though. I mean, if, I, if I'm going with Zach Moss, uh, this is my last shot. If I, if, he, if I somehow survive and he doesn't perform, that might be it because Jonathan Taylor very well could be back next week, too. That's the other thing to sort of keep in mind with Zach Moss. Uh, this really is sort of a do or die situation. I mean, one, because maybe you lose and you're out of the playoffs. But even if you survive, I don't know that he's going to get that volume going forward. As for the Steelers, I, I feel about their pass catchers the way I sort of did with Kenny Pickett. You know, like if I'm starting Deontay Johnson, if I'm starting George Pickens, I'm still starting them with Mitch Trubisky. 
I mean, I know this isn't really like analysis, but how much worse could it really be? <laughs> you know, I mean, Pickett really isn't doing much. Uh, Trubisky's not really doing much. So if you counted on them with one quarterback, I think you can sort of count on them with the other quarterback as well. Uh, the last game of the night on Saturday, it is the Broncos at the Lions. Jared Goff, he's an indoor cat. He's playing indoors. Against the Broncos defense, though, that has really picked things up. I mean, the 70-point game is well in the rearview mirror. The week after that, they got lit up by Justin Fields. But since that game against the Chicago Bears, the Broncos have locked it down on quarterbacks. So what wins? Is it this Broncos defense? Is it Jared Goff being uh, indoors? What What is the better option here? I think this is the first week of indoor Jared Goff that you could try to get away from him. Uh, because the Broncos defense, I think that wins out. Patrick Sertan is amazing. Uh, they have not allowed 18 fantasy points since week five to a quarterback, and they've played Mahomes twice. They played Josh Allen, CJ Stroud, Jordan Love. I know he got hurt against them last week, but Justin Herbert was struggling mightily before he got hurt in that game. Uh, and then the, the thing is, the strength of the Lions is their rushing attack. The weakness of the Broncos defense is their run defense. I think we're going to see Gibbs and Montgomery run all over this Broncos team. It might be one of those games where Goff doesn't have to throw a whole bunch and finishes with like 13 fantasy points. That being said, he's not a must sit. But if you have another quarterback you feel good about, I would I would go with him. I'm with you on the way the Lions approach this game because the Broncos have improved in the running game as well, but they're still giving up a lot of yards. They're still giving up uh, touchdowns on the ground. So that's something to sort of keep in mind. And the other part of it is the Broncos don't score a ton of points themselves. So it's not like uh, maybe something weird happens, but I'm not expecting this to go out and be a multi-score difference between these yeah. two teams, which means the game script can be fairly neutral. It means allows the, the Lions to run the football. So we'll see a lot of David Montgomery. We'll see a lot of Jameer Gibbs. And I think to your point, that means they don't have to have Jared Goff throw the ball 30 times. Um, the other part of this is that uh, I'm on Ross St. Brown has been struggling too the last couple yeah. of weeks. Um, I, who knows? Maybe he locks up with Sertan. Uh, maybe they try to hide him a little bit more. I don't know. But but he has not played well the last few weeks either. No, but you, you're going down with that shit. You have no oh, yeah, choice. You're not, you're not, <laughs> not starting Amon Ra. Like, don't don't think I'm going somewhere else with this. I'm just pointing out the fact that he yeah. hasn't really played. It hurts golf. It, it hurts golf though. Yeah, it does hurt golf, uh, especially with not with not having a, a lot of the sun god there possibly for him. Diving into the Sunday games here in Week 15 as the fantasy playoffs start across most leagues. We've got the Atlanta Falcons, who are very much in contention for a division title in the NFC South, taking on the Carolina Panthers, who are very much not in contention for the division title in the NFC South. Drake London had a huge week last week. Uh, Kyle Pitts getting more involved in the passing game. Can we count on them to do it again, or will we get Arthur Smith? We're going to get Arthur Smith 100%, I think, because uh, of two reasons. One, the Panthers allow more production on the ground than pretty much every team in the league, so I think B. John Robinson is going to run wild in this one. Uh their offense is also the worst in the league, so they don't put up a lot of points themselves. So Arthur Smith knows he needs a win to keep their division hopes alive. I think uh, we're going to see a lot of running the ball, controlling the clock. I, I don't think they're going to be trying to air it out if they don't have to. And just the big part of it, I think the variance we get week to week from Desmond Ritter as well. Like it was nice that he played a great game last week uh, against Tampa. 
I don't know that he puts it together a couple of weeks in a row. The Panthers' pass defense has been very good. So I think it's hard to really lean on either London or Pitts this week. Um, I think at this point, though, if you survive this long, you sort of have learned how to work around those guys because neither of them have been spectacular all year long. So, um, look, trust is a really strong word when we talk about any of the Atlanta Falcons. And I don't know that trust is a one I would put next to Drake London or Kyle Pitts. Bears at the Browns. Joe Flacco has shown up and played well the last couple of weeks. Uh, He has played, I think, seven quarters, I believe is what I saw. He has one fewer touchdown pass than Kenny Pickett this year. That's how things are going for the Steelers and I guess for Joe Flacco as well. Uh, are there any quarterbacks you would play Flacco over? Um, we talked about the guys that you would play over Jake Browning. Anybody you would play Flacco ahead of? Yeah, I, I think Flacco is one of the better streaming options this week. I would put Browning ahead of him. But after that, I like I like him more than Baker Mayfield if you're going streaming option this week because the Packers have been really stingy. And the two games he has played the last two weeks, he's averaged over 18 fantasy points per game and is the QB six in total points in that span. Where it gets, I think, a little tricky is like is the same big name quarterbacks that I mentioned for Jake Browning with the tough matchups. I'm not playing Flacco over Kyler because Kyler could just save his day with his rushing numbers. I Even in a tough matchup, I don't think I would play him over Tua. I, I wouldn't, unless maybe Tyreek Hill sits. Trevor Lawrence is an interesting one. I, I, I don't know if I would. I might still go Trevor Lawrence there. And then we get down to like Geno Smith. They're like, all right, I'll play Joe Flacco. I was going to ask you about Tua specifically because the last few weeks have not been great for him. Uh, he had fewer than 10 points this past week against the Titans. He's actually been under 10 points in two of his last three games. They've got the Jets this week. Tyreek Hill, we're not completely sure about his health. I think that's one that I would stare out a really long time yeah. before I finally made a decision on. If if Tyreek sits, I think you just you get away from two of this week. Their, their offense looked inept without him. Which... I think Ian Harditz uh, tweeted that the first half of that game should go in Tyreek Hill's MVP uh, reel for yep. for the year. I, I'd said I was like his MVP case got stronger with yeah. him being on the sideline. Just and, seeing that offense just kind of flounder around without him suggests that he's really really valuable to the Miami Dolphins. Um, Tampa Bay Buccaneers at Green Bay to take on the Packers. Jordan Love had a rough game on Monday night against the Giants. Does he bounce back? And does Mike Evans bounce back after a one-catch game last? Uh, yes to both, I think. Uh, Jordan Love, I'm not going to take away what he had been doing because of one down game. It, it was prime time, cold weather. I get the cold weather narrative. That might be a problem when you play half your games in Green Bay. But <laughs> look, the Bucks they're in the top five in yards and fantasy points allowed to quarterbacks. The matchup is just so good. And then Mike Evans... I know he disappointed you last week. If you saw his near touchdown catch, like he got both his feet down. It just so happens his hand hit out of bounds before his second foot did. It was an amazing catch. He's still their top target, still their go-to option in the red zone. He is a must start each and every week. Yeah, there's there's no doubt that you're going back to Mike Evans. He's been too good for so much of the year. You can't get away from him. And yet last week, not great. Uh, You chalk that up to just one of those days. But the way Baker Mayfield's targeting him, you stick with him. Uh, I do think Jordan Love bounces back a little bit, but I don't think he gets back to what he was a couple of weeks ago when you know he's putting up some decent numbers. I think he's fine this week. I think he's maybe a borderline QB one this week. So I think you're looking somewhere in the neighborhood of you know 16 to 18 points against Tampa. 
Um, I just don't expect a lot of points on either side of this game right now. So I think that sort of keeps a little bit of a cap on Jordan Love. But I don't think it's going to be as bad as what we saw against the Giants on Monday night. That'll do it for this edition of the NFL Fantasy Football Show. Stay happy, safe, and healthy. Do good and live well. We're back tomorrow to preview the rest of the Week 15 matchups. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. You deserve to treat yourself, so turn your tax refund into a U-Fund and give yourself a Straight Talk Wireless Extended Silver Unlimited plan and get a new Samsung Galaxy A14 on them. You can get a great everyday value on wireless with Straight Talk's Unlimited plan starting at $25 a line per month for four lines. You'll save so much, you'll be enjoying that refund all year long. It's the refund that keeps on refunding. Find Straight Talk at straighttalk.com or at your local Walmart store. Taxes and fees not included. Offer valid through 41424 while supplies last. Online only. Must purchase a Straight Talk Extended Silver Unlimited plan to qualify. Limit of five phones per customer. Family plan discount with four lines all on the Silver Unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount. Introducing the first ever Grand Highlander, a mid-sized SUV with the ideal combination of space, performance, style, and advanced tech. The roomy Grand Highlander boasts three spacious rows with available seating for up to eight. It's available 362 horsepower, hybrid max powertrain unlimited and platinum trims, delivers the power, acceleration, and efficiency so your family can take on any adventure. There's even a standard digital key, a panoramic view mirror, and a 12.3-inch multimedia touchscreen so you always arrive on time. Live life grander in the first ever Toyota Grand Highlander. Learn more at toyota.com slash Grand Highlander.